The Wayne Ayers Podcast. The Wayne Ayers Podcast. Woohoo! Time to wake your ass up for a blessed day. As soon as my mom turned 17, she moved to Europe and she just spent 10 years there. <laughs> Happened to meet my father. They fell in love. They wanted to have a baby. Unfortunately, they didn't end up together. But yeah, that's how I was born there. I have my dual citizenship, my first language. No, that's nice. That's cool. Yeah. I took German for two years in high school. Oh, that's like, okay, so but why German? Because you could have did French or Spanish and a lot of people think it's harder. No, I mean, like, French, I didn't really care to do French. Um, then they, our, our school had, like, sign language, and then, like, everybody took sign language. And then all my friends took Spanish, but, like, I knew, like, a little bit of Spanish, but not, like, a lot. But I was like, I'm about to just take something I have no idea about, and then I took Germany. And then, plus, it was cool because, like, none of my friends were in that class. So I was like, oh, this is going to be easy, A. Like, we're not about to be goofing around in class or anything. So I was like, all right, this is my class. I'm going to focus. Actually, trying to learn something. A lot of people, they say German and English are very close in language, which... It's confusing, but it's true. Like when we say hello, we say hello. Yeah. It's just an A. Or if we say house, it's H A U S. So house, mouse. Yeah. yeah. Or even problem is problem. So yeah. it's, there's no, a lot it, of similarities there. No, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't that bad. I, I really love that class. Uh, that, that was one of my favorite classes in high school. Oh, yeah. I love that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of, you're doing big things. Um, season seven of Sisters here. You, everybody's killing the diet cast. Actually, I got to ask you first, like, what what happened in the beginning? Because I know everybody on social media was confused. Like, wait, what's going on here? Like, what happened to, like, the time skip? Like, three months? Was it three months? Three months time yeah. scale. And we have a new actor who is playing Jordan because the other actor, Sean, yeah, got so another job. Yeah. So they switched out him. And it wasn't like he didn't want to be on the show, but it was literally scheduling. And it was timing. But yes, it's three months ahead ahead of time. Um, some of the love interests have gone. Preston, Calvin, no longer. They are no longer part of the storyline right now. Um, and it's about where the women are today. You know, Gary's still crazy as hell. Um, now he apparently got a wife and she's pregnant. And <laughs> we just found out more madness, you know? No, yeah, I was speaking of Gary. Like, what are your thoughts on Kyle? Like, he like he was always a wild wilding, but like these last like five episodes, it's like you know, He's even episode, I'm like, if I had to play any character, I'd play Gary any day of the week. Yeah, like know. he's no. a, he is a villain of TV. Like, I really think he should get that accolade. Like, he's a very good villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, what? Did, I said, I wonder how the writers just go about it. I'm like, all right, what crazy shit is he going to do this? What episode? can we do with him today? Yeah, yeah I I mean, like, no. shout out to Cheeto for for being innovative with that role because he could have played it as, you know, the hot, nice, wealthy man type, but he really dived into the psychology of the character and, and created this extremely scary dynamic, you know, um, that a lot of people see themselves in or they have been in a situation like that. So. No, I was like, yo, if he had like superpowers, he'd be like a DC villain. I was just like, what's going Straight on? Straight up. <laughs> so, I was like, what's his problem? I'd be like, yo, he, in his last two episodes, has been crazy. Yo, uh, wild boy. Yeah, speaking of season seven, uh, is it, I know there was a time skip. Is there ever going to be a point where people, like, we go back to see, like, what happens? After That's, the- I, see, so that was 
say it. Please shout it to the rooftops. I've been asking Tyler for a flashback episode for four seasons. I was like, how do these women know each other? I want to go back to the college episode, right? Um, because there was an in, there was talk of Andy have gone through a similar situation that she's in with with Gary. I think that would inform us a lot on where we are today. But yeah, I need a flashback. No, I would be like, I would say this is like the perfect show to do like flashbacks. It doesn't have to be like a lot, but maybe like once or twice a season, just boom. It would be so good, even a couple scenes, like. Yeah, I feel like it would help us like understand like with especially like now I'm like what happened in the last three months because like that first episode I was like wait what's going on we got a new actor and then we got Gary and her like best friend are like together I was like wait they weren't together like the season now yeah so what's going on here but yeah we also got new writers yeah so that true. also helped because Tyler's no longer writing the show and so I guess they were just pro progressing in however they felt inspired, you know, where they would want to see it today. I'm excited because we have, a, it's a bunch of them. I didn't get to meet any of them. So I'm like very, I'm very just excited to see what, where they're going to take us. Oh, yeah. So how was like reading like the, like getting the script for the first time reading it? Because like it's a whole new writer and like Tyler, you kind of have like this report like, okay, hey, this is what we're going to do, da, da, da. But you have a whole new writing too. So how was like getting that first script for season seven? Very exciting, you know, very, it's nice to hear fresh voices. It's nice to hear fresh thoughts, um, where it could go, you know, especially for my character. I'm excited that my storyline is progressing finally, that there's more things to do. And that's what I'm really excited about. I'm excited to see other black creatives get their voices out there and see how they want to see the show because it's so popular. Um, I get excited because it, at the end of the day, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody gave me a book and said, oh, this is Sabrina's ending. This is Andy's ending. This, you know, no, we don't know. So we're along the ride. And every time I, I flip a page, I'm like, ooh, you know, what's going to happen next? What, where am I going to go next? And what I really like about this journey is that they're, um, they're just keeping us on our toes, really, to be honest. And I just love that. As an actor, it's the best, best part. No, yeah. I also know, like, Sabrina, your character wanted, like, it just, I don't know, it came out the bloom, like, where she kind of just wanted, like, this baby and, like, um, happy, merry life. Kind of, like, during this season, like, what, are you guys going to touch on that more during the season, or? Absolutely, yeah. I, I feel, though, even with her relationship with Calvin, she was looking for stability, you know? She was looking for a love and a family. Um, I, again, I wish I knew more. I know Sabrina has a grandmother. In my mind, I have the family in my mind of how I how she's living but yeah um i feel like because karen is pregnant that's probably putting something you know when you're when you're in around your same group friends if somebody's excelling in something you start thinking about like does that fit into my life is that something i should be doing and i feel like maybe she's just inspired to um have a family and create a family you know and so there could have been a lot of discussions in those three months that i don't know about you don't know about but yeah, like more, um, I, there's going to be an IVF journey for Sabrina. Um, you know, also having, I, I, what I really like about this dynamic that Sabrina's stepping into is that she's having the conversation of, should we have a child or not? A lot of people rush into having kids. Like they, they just do it, you know? Oh, we like each other. Let's have a kid. It's cool. But there's, it's two different people that want two different things. And how can they meet in the middle? So I'm excited about that because it'll, hopefully it'll make people think twice about who they partner with. No, yeah. No, I feel like if both of you guys don't agree on that, then it's going to be like really, you might have to go your separate ways. <laughs>
Exactly. And that's okay. And I feel like a lot of times we get stuck in relationships and dynamics because, you know, what we, what we think society expects of us to do with the person, or even when it comes to single motherhood, I'm not an advocate for single parents. That's not something I would want, but I come from a single parent home and I'm doing pretty okay. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, you know, shout out to the single parents, like, and everybody, and a lot of single parents don't wake up and say, I choose to be a single parent today, but there are some people in the world and they deserve their stories to get heard too, who do want to choose this parenthood journey and do it more in a solo way. And I like the fact that Sabrina, who seemed in the beginning of the series, very clingy, needed a lot of validation. This, this time she seems very steadfast in her decision with or without you, I'm going to do it, you know? And I like that. Oh, yeah. I think one of my favorite scenes from like this season was uh, when you were talking uh, when Sabrina was talking with Danny about um like seeking therapy and everything. I love I love that scene. How was like shooting that scene? Oh, it was great. You know, Mignon is hilarious. So when she just laid down on the couch and started doing all that stuff, I just I love Sabrina and Danny's relationship. And I love talking about mental health, especially in the black community. You know, the the show is a wild show, but um when you take a minute to slow down and really ask the questions, you know, have your dreams been correlating with your anxiety or with your fear is, is what is, are your behaviors that you're now doing? Is it a result of a lack of intimacy with yourself, you know, because you don't know who you are right now or you're confused. So I just love the fact that therapy is not a dirty word anymore. Like yeah. people don't look at you People like they flex now. Oh, I got therapy. Like it's a flex today. You no, know, like 10 years ago, it'd be like, Nah, but like now it's like it's like you don't have a therapist. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like hold on, you sure you you need what? Oh, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts about like Sabrina's like character development throughout like the entire series? I'm grateful that Sabrina is that she's like the in between. You know, she doesn't she doesn't have to be hard. She doesn't have to be soft. She's, she just is. And I feel like that's really exciting um, for a black woman <laughs> to be a part of such a storyline where there's a lot of nuance and confusion and we don't know because a lot of the times in our, you know, us black people were like, we, we always want to look the smartest. We want to look like we have our shit together. We want to look like we know everything. And what I like about Sabrina is that she truly doesn't know and she's definitely given me more space to like let go of the reins, you know, of what life I think it should be or what characters I think I should play, you know, because a lot, especially for Sabrina, sometimes I feel invisible on the show. You know, sometimes I don't feel like people really see Sabrina. They, they get more annoyed with her. But when people pull me to the side and they say, I am Sabrina, I am her. And they look at me in the eyes and they start crying. I'm like okay, this is powerful. I don't know who, what's happening, but I'm grateful that I'm on this journey, you know? Um, because in my life, I'm very much more blunt. I'm very much a little bit of Danny, you know? I'm like spicy, like, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Um, and I like the fact that in this in this show, I don't have to know everything. She can be the soft space and the pillow and the hug for her friends, you know? Um, instead of being the rah, rah, let's get it done. Um, and so that's what I like about her journey. And then I also I also like that she's exploring her sexuality and the type of men she wants to date. Like it's not one aesthetic. It's not one style of man. You know, Bio was completely different from Calvin. Calvin was completely different from Jacoby. Those are different types of men. 
And that's another thing that I, I enjoy as well on the show. I know, I know you just mentioned like about like flashbacks, but was there ever like any other moment that you wanted to do with, uh, do something with your character, Sabrina, that you didn't get to do? My gosh, I want, I wish I could do, <laughs> I want to do more fight scenes. <laughs> I think that would be sickening. I want to do something where Sabrina like saves the day, like physically, you know, that would be fun. You want know, Sabrina take a swing at Gary? Period. Like I want to, <laughs> I want to jump on, like the guy who just jumped on the judge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, I, I, I was, that was one of the most wildest things. I said well, that was the beginning of the year too. I said, "Damn, we spent twenty twenty four hours." I was actually crying when I saw it. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So yeah. I said, I've never seen that before in my life. I said, what's going on? Um, I don't know. I felt bad for laughing. <laughs> Me too. It, but it's like one of those things like, whoa. It's just no, like yeah, I was like, wait. I said, how did he get even? Like, how did he leave? <laughs> like. Uh, that, was, that was one of the most wildest things I've seen. I was like, wait, what's that's going on? Um, do you have like, how much creative input do you have in Sabrina? Because it's seven seasons now. I feel like you have like, a, do you have like a lot of creative input or is it like. Zero. Zero, really? Zero. No creative input. Besides, like, my hair, which is very, very, really important. But that was something that I created in the beginning of the first auditions. But, no, I don't have any input. Like, once in a while, I'll be asked a question. Um, however, I'm grateful. This is my first TV show. So I'm grateful to just kind of be in a space of just do the work, you know? So maybe the next show I'll get on, I'll be a little bit more collaborative and there'll be more conversations. But this one is my first rodeo. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just sit back and say my lines, you know? Yeah, Did you ever? would you ever wanna be like directing an episode of Sisters or anything? I would love to. What would be like your dream episode then? Like if you were just directing it, like what, what would, would you, what would you wanna have in that episode? Uh, Karen's birth. Ooh. That would be my dream. Like if I got to direct a sister's episode, it would be the the actual time she has the babe, the babe, not like um the day after, not the day before, but the actual. Because Ebony is such a fantastic actress, and because she's not like Karen at all in real life, so just being able to play with her, what would her birthing look like? Would she be screaming? Would she be crying? Would she be calm? Like what would it, what would it be? You know, would she have to do a C-section? Is she in the middle of somewhere? Is she at the hospital? Is she in her sister circle? Where is she? You know, I think that would be an incredible moment. Um, that seems like you really thought about this. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I, I just, yeah. Everybody's been waiting for this, this dang on child to drop anyway. So no, it's, it's been more than nine months at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe just chilling in there. Uh, yeah. been like three years old at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo. I was like, no. And she and still she doesn't look like she's like even like six, seven months. That's all she's it's crazy, like. right? But <laughs> before, but see, that's the thing. I just I always have to try to tell people in the beginning, before we had these new writers, it was like hour by hour almost the show. That's why we were in the same clothes for four episodes, because it was the same damn day, you know, it, was, it never changed. It was like the the show 24 when it went hour by hour. It was almost like that. But now we're having some time shifts and changes. So it's going to bring a little bit more. That's why we didn't see a baby bump from her. Because technically, that was still in the first two or three months of her being pregnant. And she wouldn't be showing, yeah. realistically, you know? 
So even though the show has been on for a lot of years, it it expanded only like over eight months. <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy it that way more, or do you like it? <laughs> How the time skip and everything's going? Cause it seems like now it's going into like days, weeks. I said just. I like. I think. It, I mean, honestly, it just depends. I like both. I like the new version too because we get more days, more outfits, more locations, like just technical stuff. Things have changed, but I do. For me personally, I enjoy sitting with a character for a really long time in that moment. I don't mind that. I, I don't mind movies that take one day. You know, I like when you go through the whole day with the person. We don't have to go through 10 days. Sometimes it's interesting to follow somebody for 24 hours, you know? Yeah. Especially like a spy movie or something like that. That'd be interesting. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have, what's like the craziest fan theories you like heard about like just the show at all? Was there like any like fan series like oh or fan theories that like oh they got it spot on or this is oh um everybody comes out with the them. I, the the big the big one of the big fan theories is like oh Gary is orchestrating all of this in the background which I agree with I'm like supposedly he has like fifty million dollars you know I'm like how does this man show up everywhere he's coughing chaos he had Andy walking on the side of the road so so I feel like there's somebody orchestrating all the madness in the background for sure. That's a fan theory that I agree with. Oh, that's yeah, that's cool. Like, I hope that the writers wrap it. I don't know. Honestly, and truly, guys, I don't know anything. But I truly would hope that that that's what it is. All of a sudden, you know, maybe Gary's ex-wife comes back and she's like, bitch, I've been doing this shit the whole time. You know, like the whole time, like something crazy of that nature would be really cool. But I how would you tie it around? Like they would have to hate some. They would have to hate Andy, at least. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what? I feel I feel it would be more diabolical if Andy was just the aftermath. Oh. It would just be so much more hurtful because it, maybe it should be Gary's first wife. You know, and uh, maybe she's really wealthy and Gary somehow bamboozled her out of money, like con man style. And now she's been stalking him and has a private event. And maybe Hayden is in it in on it too and Hayden's been there the entire that's that's how I think <laughs> okay okay I like that um I want to know what has been your favorite scene to like shoot at Sabrina like throughout the entire thing anything with Maurice and anything oh. with with Danny but like Maurice Maurice is great I love um our emotional scenes like one of the the craziest ones was when he you know was assaulted when he was in his drag costume and then he was in the in the hospital the next day and I had to go see him. So I really enjoy, I love that. The bank scenes are hilarious because I don't think people, unless you're a performer, you wouldn't know. It's very hard not to be funny. Like when somebody else is being funny, especially, you know, black people, we Jones and back and forth. But what makes the comedy for Maurice so good is that he's the funny one and Sabrina just shuts up and takes it. And it's much harder because in my mind, I have come back. I have <laughs> stuff in my head, you know? But then I just sit there, I'm like, Maurice, why do you have to be so vulgar? You know, <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's just funny because comedy is funnier when somebody takes it really, really serious and someone doesn't care at all. And so that's why I love playing with him. And then obviously with Danny, it's just very, she's funny. She's witty. She's off the cuff. I think I enjoy comedy. Honestly, I just enjoy the comedic aspects. Okay. So we might see you in the future, you know, comedy film too. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm 
Right. I also want to know, because a lot of people be like, all the guys on the show is just crazy or tripping or just got some crazy back. <laughs> if you were yourself and you just like, had to date one of these guys on the show, who would No, none of, no, zero. <laughs> Wayne, please. <laughs> please think more highly of me. Thank you very much. No. I mean, the preacher was cool. No. <laughs> the preacher? Did you not remember the wife? Oh, yeah, true. Hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're all red flags. Every single one of them. Y'all got babies everywhere. You're giving STDs out. You have your wife come in. You have another one pregnant in the background. No. I, the show is a learning lesson of what type of people not to date. Man or woman. Character traits, you know. <laughs> if you could add one twist to the show, what twist would it be? <laughs> That's good. You got me over here writing. <laughs> Give me my credit writers. Um, one twist to the show. One of the women are related to the other woman. Somebody's related to somebody. And we find out, like maybe, maybe, you know, like Danny and Karen are cousins, but they were separated when they were younger. A twist, like a fam a family, some type of ancestral twist would be crazy, I think. And then um finding out that one of the people maybe is an informant. I can see Andy being an informant. Yeah. I should I think he's a lawyer. I could see that. Oh yeah. I think a crazy twist with one of them being related to Gary. Make it me. Please make it Sabrina. I was say you are, yes. you are Karen. Sabrina and Gary are siblings. Yeah, like lost long siblings or like cousins or something. You just never know. That shit would be crazy. It would be like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Everybody be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> now, wow. that, would, that would just bring on the show just like, wait, what is That would be like, people would jaw drop, yeah. Yeah, that's like an ending of the episode or series. But wait, what? Series, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that would be a crazy delay. But wait, he you're related to Gary this entire time? Hey, um, yo, and then the because then Sabrina was in jail and the, all the things. What if she was the mastermind behind all this shit? Ooh, and then she's like the quiet one, low key, and she's like the nice. But the entire time she was just crazy. There you go. You can add your fight scenes to that. Like you can, you turn, you <laughs> then can all go. the girls try to fight me at the end. Yeah, you can turn into like the nice friend, always supportive one, to like just a gangster. Like just yeah, oh, like, oh. <laughs> like gangster mastermind. Just wait, what? Like that'd be a crazy twist. That'd be a crazy twist. Yeah, you just oh, that'd be no, nah, that that's 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 cinema. a vibe. Like I think we might have <laughs> just did something right there. That's that's cinema right there. Like wait, what the fuck? I <laughs> even just bringing it up, I'd be like, oh my god, that'd be shocking. <laughs> um. Also, imagine like sisters did like a crossover with another TV show. What show would you want to do like a crossover with? Sisters and Harlem mm. would eat. <laughs> would eat, would eat, would eat. That would be, I know it would be chaotic because it's eight women, but I just think it would be, I love an ensemble. That's one of my favorites. And then Sisters and SVU. How's that going to work? <laughs> Gary's involved once again, and and Andy oh, the has to, to come through. And, no, how about oh, but you know, Danny's been getting 
Danny's been getting assaulted like on the show. Yeah. So imagine now we have the lawyer and then Andy teams up with Benson. No, I'd be that'd be interesting. Little put make us dramatic. Like you're gonna give us the the Will Smith makeover from Bel Air. Make us real dramatic. <laughs> no, that no, that'd be actually interesting. Yeah, I'd probably yeah, that Harlem Harlem would be a really good one. I would love to see Harlem that. would be great. No, yeah. Who do you think what which characters do you think will have a problem? You gotta make some chaos in there somewhere. I feel like I feel, I feel, ooh, um, Shaniqua's character and Danny's character, because there's a lot of similar, they would get on each other's nerves, I think. No, yeah. For, for sure. Um, I feel like Megan and Good's character and Andy would be friends, or maybe they went to college together, because they're both extremely smart and educated. I think that would be a vibe, but maybe they're like low-key frenemies. You know, the or like rivals in college or something. It, rivals and exactly. Um, and then yeah, I feel I feel the um Grace's character, who I love, I love her character. I definitely think Sabrina and Grace would be hanging out because they're both a little bit airheaded, a little aloof, a little, you know, in their own space. So yeah, that's kind of how I would mash it up. No, um yeah, that'd be really that would be fun. Um, outside of like sisters, uh, what like what do you have like a dream project of yourself that you like? Oh, I really want to do this. I want to play Lola Falana. Okay. Lola Falana is um a big uh, a star from the sixties seventies era. She was discovered by Sammy Davis Jr. She had her first. She had a talk show as a black woman. She did Italian movies as a black woman. The song, whatever Lola wants, Lola gets is her. There would be no Vegas and like showcasings in Vegas without this woman. So very, very important. I love biopics. I love eras. I love, put me anywhere like in the 60s, 70s, fashion 50s. Crazy. I would eat the, I would eat all that up. Like, <laughs> the fashion. I want to do that. Yeah. So she would be my dream role. And then another dream, 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 like super dream role is Janet Jackson. Oh, I love Janet Jackson. That was like my first question. My favorite artist of all time. <laughs> of all time. That's like my and, uh, you know, we have similar, like, she's a Taurus rising. She has Scorpio placements. I'm a Taurus moon. I have Scorpio placements. So there's a lot of similarities between us. And, um, you know, the dancing would be so much fun. Like, that would just be, it would just. Oh, imagine getting to meet her and say it. I'd be like, no, can you invite me, please? I would only do it if Janet said yes. Like if Janet handpicked me and said yes, that's, but if like Lifetime came and they were trying to do a Janet movie and she didn't say nothing, I'm not doing it. No, <laughs> like I need her to handpick me. But if she said handpick, I'd be like, no, we can't please get invited to say it. I won't act like a creepy. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll just be there in awe. <laughs> no, Jan, I, I feel like people underrate Janet Jackson. I was like, Janet Jackson's that girl. <laughs> She, Man, the girlies wouldn't be girlying without Janet. I just, even just some of the stuff just recently, I'd be like, oh, that's... Today. Uh, like, the stuff, <laughs> yeah. she's a 60-something-year-old woman, and she's still... I don't know. I just love that era. I love her work ethic. I love her story. Um, but I, she would have to be involved. You know, she would... Because she's also an actress. So she's been doing this for a long 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 time and i would want it to be a story out of her mouth like would she want because then then it's like is it going to be janet jackson the whole story or is it just going to be like her black cat era 
and her escapade. Like, which era are we? Because there's so many. No, no, just, just her, her discography is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. nasty, yo. It's nasty. It's so I was like, crazy. I would love. I would love, that would have to might that might have to be a limited series to be honest because we need a couple hours of no Janet Jackson is so great that nobody ever referred to her as like Michael Jackson's sister. <laughs> no, that nobody ever ever referred to Janet Jackson. Oh, he, that's just Michael Jackson's sister. That's Michael's little sister. Who? That's Janet. <laughs> that's how great you know. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad me and you are here with that. No, I'm so that's grateful. how great. And then she did the acting there. I was like, oh, Janet's like she's definitely just classic movies, classic albums. I say like, whatever she wants to do is just classic. <laughs> it's classic. I love her so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, if you could remake a TV show or a movie, which TV show or movie would you want to remake? None of them. None, not one. I don't want to remake shit. <laughs> I need new stuff. Like, I'm over it. So, no, nothing. Because it's because whatever's been done has been done extremely well. I don't want to see another Girlfriends. I don't want to see another... I don't want to see another one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. That was a moment in time. Like, that was a capsule moment. I want to see new stuff. I want to see Black people in dystopian worlds. I want to see us in space. I want to see us, you know, in, in the ethers. I want to see us in labs. I want to see us just do other things. Um, but something that I do think that should continue are like the family shows, like the Family Matters, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. All of that needs to I continue. We need more of those. We need more of those. Yeah, new, like fresh ones of those, but nothing remade. No, okay. Yeah, I definitely I do we do need more of those. Those kind of just like faded away. They did. I was like P television. <laughs> yeah, it was literally the best time of best time in TV. Oh yeah. Um also, are you big like on astrology? Huge. Okay. So like how do you manage your passion for like acting in astrolo uh, astrology? <laughs> do you see like any interest uh, interesting connection between the two? Absolutely. Astrology is something I enjoy teaching people. Um, I love energy. I love time. I love just understanding the mechanisms of the universe. So ast astrology was a hobby of mine because there was a time where I was broke and I didn't have a place to stay. I had a little bit of a homeless spout. I was on EBT. I was, it was, you know, artist life, human life. And it just really helped me understand my timing because I, I was like, I'm doing everything right. I have the look, I have the talent. Why is it not working out? You know, but then I realized, oh, it's cycles, it's timing. It's it's so many, so many things that are bigger than you, the universe. So that's why I, I love doing it. And plus, when I had to go and promote sisters on Twitter, I was like, I'm not gonna tweet fucking watch sisters every day. Like you ain't got nothing else to talk about. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you got another hobby. So I started just using it as a as a way to do a hobby and one time I tweeted psychologists just study astrology and it went viral and people were just like discoursing, discoursing. And I'm sitting in the background like, but Freud and Carl Jung believed in astrology. Like, hello, psychologists, like, let's put it together. But um, yeah, I balanced that. And then I created a talk show called Conversations and Constellations, which is kind of like a Oprah meets hot ones. But we talk about your astrological chart. So so let's say like National Geographic or like NASA came to you to do like a show. Would you want to do something like that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, oh my God, you just planted a seed. Wait, I feel like we need to like talk and collaborate business. <laughs> what's going on? Like, wait, what's your sign? I'm a Leo. Oh yeah, you're very creative. 
Um, I have no idea what's going. I'd be like, I'd be like lost. I'd be like, people just tell me, but hey, you're da da da. But okay. Well, Leo is the king, right? The the entertainer. Uh, yeah, the, the, the person on the stage. I don't know. I, Leo's I, I, I need I just to be have seen. a good day. That's my goal. Every time I just have a, I just try. But I love that. But see, you don't even understand. You don't even understand how blessed you are to have that energy, because even though like life might get hard for for you sometimes, or you go through things, you'll never really be down and out. You're oh, not yeah. the type of person who's going to wallow in your sadness for too long, because you have fire energy, and fire's like, well, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going. No, that's you know, that's definitely me. That's right? If I make mistakes, I'm all right, cool. I'll just learn from it. Just keep going. And that's a gift. That is a gift. <laughs> no, yeah, that would actually be cool. I could actually like be cool to see like little kids just learning astrology. That, we could do a little reading, Wayne. <laughs> like a little TV. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Like, we could. Like a little no, because I really am right now. I want to. Um, I want to be able to. I want to bring astrology to the masses in a very simplified way. You know, all information is useful to you if you have the right teacher right it's not it's not about it if if you have a person who's dispassionate about a subject they can't teach it to you properly because it was not made for them to teach yeah. so you know and for me astrology is made for me to teach i'm a scorpio scorpio is all about hidden knowledge and the occult knowledge and this is why people are interested in me even talking about what i'm talking about because i'm revealing those sides of humanity right um and it also deals with psychology. I'm an actor. My whole life is looking at people's psychology and recreating that and bringing, why am I attracted to these things? Why do I live where I live? Why do I wear the clothes that I wear? Why do I have the certain hardships and battles that I have? And I don't know, it's just one of the many ways that God is whispering in your ear. You know, God whispers to you through music, through sound, through light, through a conversation, through food, I mean, through a dream, it's just so many different ways God is talking to you. And astrology is just one of the many ways. And that's what I try to tell people. You know, it's it's not demonic because information could be used for evil because the person's demonic, not the information. Those are two separate situations, you know? Yeah. So that's what I really love about. I just well, love it. It's no, just, you seem very passionate about it. <laughs> No, yeah, that's cool. Okay, my last question for you today. Let's say you're like starring, directing, producing your own movie, and you need either five uh, five actresses or actors. Who would you want in your film? Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Sydney Portier, mm -hmm. Don Cheeto. Okay. Um, Helen Mirren. Oh, legend! Motherfucking legend. Um. Tristan Winger, okay. that's my boy. He be acting his ass off. He's gonna Please. be happy as hell. <laughs> that's my boy. He's like, gonna be happy as hell. <laughs> his range is crazy. Um, he gonna be, I know, one I more. You put me up there with like that. Okay, that's a good shout out. One more. Okay, so I have to. I have to give six because I need Angela oh, Bassett. Angela uh, Bassett. Angela like, Bassett. Like, I love Angela Bassett. You know, she's just like there's no number. She's the one. Um. <laughs> and then my last person will be Samuel Jackson. Oh, okay, I like that. So Tristan would have to be like a what, like a son or something. I wonder what that movie yes. would be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's like maybe Samuel Jackson and 
it's a it would have to be um an action film but you gotta so put y'all and angela together they have to be like some action couple it would be great <laughs> like, I, it would just be awesome and, and you know like, sam he's doing his thing so it's like sam, and then don cheeto yeah. he, he's making the villain he, he would be the villain yeah and then Tristan's like Angela and Samuel's son. Son. Yeah. And then Helen Mara's like just like the OG. Like she like sees like she is. She's yeah. like maybe the op the chief operators, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I'm like the new new recruit or something like that. Yeah. I think me, you just need to hang out with <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's actually okay. I can I see the little vision there. You see me? I see, I see. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Obi. I appreciate it. I really Thank do. You, Wayne. Thank you, talking to you. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Can't wait to see the rest of the season, too, because uh, it's, it's wild in the first two episodes. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. I hope our, I hope whatever we talked about on this podcast manifests so we can come back here in a few years and be like, <laughs> remember yeah, when? About a lot. I know. One of these things have to happen. Something's going to happen. It's out what? here. One of these things have to happen. It's out here. Thank you <laughs> again it. for your time. No problem. I appreciate you.